Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell, man, how are you doing tonight? Clearly better than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You are not lying. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 in, in pretty bad shape, man. I've I've been sick like all week long. And uh this morning I woke up, I was doing a little bit better, so I was trying to save my voice all day long, uh, just to be able to get on mic with you. And uh and yeah, and so so here we are. But you know what? It's probably apropos because I, I don't have a whole lot to say about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> not, not to tip the bean can too much, but let's just say I don't get to hit the we were way off wrong button all that much. But but if we had one, we'd, we'd be hitting it this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get into all that, of course. But uh, but first, we want to uh, give a shout out to our, our friends over at patreon.com slash TV talk for making this podcast happen. If you'd like to join the group there, join the discord, get the great benefits it's, uh, and support the show. It's patreon.com slash TV talk. We are here now because of them, and uh, we, we thank you guys so much for, for making the show happen. Uh, man, yeah, so we do have an episode to talk about. It is, um, uh, it's definitely a, a, an episode, and it, <laughs> it, it sets up some things, it wraps up some things, and you know, this is normally when we'd be doing a season finale. So Some this- friends become enemies, some enemies <laughs> become friends. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. All right, man, let's jump into it. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's jump into The Rundown. The Rundown. Episode 11 of Season 7, Family Matters Part 2. Directed by Chad Lowe and story by... Steve! <laughs> Sorry, the Family Matters reference. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, story by Jonathan Butler and Gabriel Garza. Well, what happened this episode? Well, Iris, Alexa, and Bashir fake their deaths and escape using an illusion. Bashir convinces Alexa to go back and fight Nora, who conjures a storm that knocks out Cecile with lightning and sets prisoners at Iron Heights free. Frost escapes prison to defeat an escaped Chillblain. Barry fails to rescue Dion, and Allegra consoles Joe. Barry confronts Nora, but she reveals that the other forces conjured the storm. Dion turns on Nora, but is forced to retreat. Joe proves to Barry and Iris that they're not bad parents, and they reconcile with Alexa, Bashir, and Dion. They overpower Nora, while the storm nears critical mass and threatens to snap back and destroy everything. Bashir and Dion show Nora, a future completely empty of others, overwhelming her and convincing her to stop. With time running out, the forces aid Barry so that he is fast enough to stop the storm. The forces reconcile and depart to expand the speed force. Cecile awakens, and meanwhile, while at CC jitters with Allegra and Chester, Sisko and Camilla are forced to make their decision to leave. Frost returns to Caitlin's apartment on probation for her efforts during the storm, admitting her crush on Chillblane, while Barry and Iris try to process everything and decide to start a family. Instead of duh, 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 I kind of feel like we need to go bow, chicka, chicka, wow. Bow, chicka, chicka, wow. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, think, I think that's applicable in this situation for sure. Oh, man. Well, let's, I, I, you know, I like to start off with the positive. That, that is, we are, we are a positive podcast. We are a fan podcast. We are uh, people who enjoy the show. 
and enjoy what it does well. And and there were some great, great points, great moments in this. I, I will say one of the things I really loved is that I really loved the representation of the Speed Force in terms of the location they went to go fight. Uh, it seemed very much kind of like, I, I don't know if you ever played the, the Speed Force area, I suppose, in DC Universe Online, but it kind of was reminiscent of that for me. Interesting. Okay. No, I, I don't I don't believe I, I played that part, but... Um, I'm talking about during the battle, not necessarily the house situation. Right, 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 right. Like the, the tunnel of Speed Force-iness that they're in. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. That's neat. Yeah, that was cool. Also thought that the, the fight sequence as a whole had some nice moments. Yeah, there's some pretty cool stuff there, you know, lightning blasts and, you know, super speed and and uh, tentacles. Yeah. Magenticles, I Magenticles. should say. Magenticles. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, Chill Blaine and Frost, definitely shipping them. Yeah. What would that be? Frost Blaine? Fr- Frost Blaine? Or Chost. Chost. I kind of like Chost because it sounds like a Chad and like Chill Blaine is totally a Chad. Totally a Chad. All right, let's so, go with Chost so that the internet will go with Frost Blaine because, you know, they never go with the, what do we choose. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> never go with what we choose. Uh, but no, no, I was feeling I thought there was some good chemistry between the two. It's, it's interesting because like she has this like, uh, you know, very kind of um, hardcore mode, but she's also like, I've never kissed a boy. Like there's this this <laughs> kind of this like back and forth between which which fits the way that her character has been written that, um, you know, she would have this kind of. Uh, duality to to her character and so uh, uh, having her kind of interact with Chillblain like this i think is a really great Chillblain rocking the chad uh, vest jacket oh yeah super chad chat it out just chad to the gills chad 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 to the max man all the all the way through he should be called chad blade or chad, chad blaine <laughs> <laughs> but i liked them man and it was it was nice to see frost uh going you know really kind of embracing the hero role i gotta say there's not much I called about this, but I did say that, that she was probably going to be let out because of doing the right thing. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was going to be a little bit different. Like, I thought there might be a scene in there where, like, everybody's busting out of Iron Heights and the cops are trying to stop. And there's metas everywhere, right? And they come across Frost's cell and she's just sitting there. And she's like, no, nope, I'm here serving my time. And, like, the warden or somebody comes up. He's like, we need your help. Can you please help us do this? And that's when she decides to go and help. And then that's why they, they would do it. And in my head, Kanan, that's exactly what happened. Mm. But that's not what happened in the show i don't think she's just kind of like cool i'm leaving and then i'm gonna go bust metas yeah it is it is interesting because on the one hand she's embracing that hero role but on the other hand like the entire storyline about the metas being detained in the methods that they are being detained seems to be against meta detainment and yet she's over here like kind of fighting to support the system that has unjustly locked her up well, no, no, no. She was not unjustly locked up. She committed those crimes. I guess that's true. That's fair. Yeah. The, the the unjustness here that we're talking about was was administering the cure to metas and denying them that portion of themselves. Like that that was the unjustness. Like you know, a meta criminal goes to prison because they create because they commit a crime, and like there's nothing unjust there about them. I, I don't know that the 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 way they treated them in prison and how they had them you know isolated and whatnot. So that could be something. But yeah, you know, it's just like I, in this situation, it's just like any other prison, right? Like they're they're escape convicts, and somebody's trying to put him back in there. I mean, that's fair. I, I, I guess I was thinking specifically because of the way in which Kramer's storyline was tied in directly to Frost's storyline, that when we see Frost, you know, released, that it would be in some form or fashion tied to, like, Kramer's, I guess, aha moment, or, or you know, her, maybe her redemption arc would be tied to Frost's release. This was, you know, see, entirely separate, really. No, no, my, my headcanon covers that because it's Kramer who comes up to her in Iron Heights and says, we need your help to get these metas. I've lost too many men. 
and I won't lose any more. And so either you come and help me or I shoot you with a cure. And she's like, well, I don't know. I, the Kramer, no, that, that wouldn't help her. Yeah, I mean, anyway, like, the thing it, is, the cool, cool concept, but we didn't see it. And, and the other thing, too, is that we, you know, we're not done with this season. You know, while normally this would be the season finale, and, you know, there definitely are kind of season finale elements, which is kind of nice because it, it does mean that we're doing kind of like the, the split up graphic novel situation uh, that we can kind of presume that what comes next is kind of the start to a new story and that we don't have to wait an entire year before we actually get a new story. I mean, it, it, it is, it's nice to see they're maintaining that same story structure. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm totally happy about that. I, I'm glad um, this story is coming to a close for, for more than one reason, but mainly because it allows us to uh, do other little mini stories in the season. And if we want to have season long arcs with B plots or C plots, you know, with, with Kramer and Frost and things like that, or Kramer and, and Chill Blaine, um, I think, I think that's fine. Like, I think, you know, there doesn't need to be some sort of like interweaving thing in there. Um, we can resolve stories and bring characters back from other story arcs changed, you know, like and and and, and things like that. But like, I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't think Kramer's done. I don't think you know. Clearly, Joe has some things he's got to work with, and and Frost has some stuff she's got to work with the Chillblain. But as far as like the forces and Barry and Iris, you know, reluctance to start a family, and the Speed Force and all that kind of stuff, that's done, and we can start yeah. a new little mini arc. Yeah, uh, and I am excited to see what what comes next. But we, you know, th- this episode, man, love was definitely in the air. Um, not only just the, the love of family and family love, but also romantic love, uh, Cisco and Camilla firing all cylinders. Uh, you know, Camilla has always had one of the most incredible story arcs on this show. I mean, just from the moment she shows up, she's just so in love and, and like the perfect girlfriend for Cisco. And she goes through this, this really impressive arc where you see her, um, really be this incredible girlfriend for Cisco who just really is all about loving Cisco and then, uh, you know, when you see her later, she's actually like really in love with Cisco and like this perfect girlfriend for Cisco. And now here we are at the kind of the completion of, of their story. And man, she is just like, I, I mean, like you, you, it's amazing to me how, how we, we've seen her evolve because now she's this like so in love and this perfect girlfriend for Cisco. Um, I think the theme of what you're trying to say is that she's a one dimensional character. Like, they gave her nothing. <laughs> they, like literally she she was written in like we need Cisco to leave and so here's a character to make him fall in love with and leave and then that took a while and so it's like well do we do anything with her nah like well, we make a mirror version of her that happened yeah. to get her out of the way so that she could come back and be the perfect girlfriend for Cisco but like yeah. literally that's that is all that character has been which is totally unfortunate it's unfortunate for a number of re- reasons but regardless here they are now at the end of uh, you know the end of Cisco's run, you know the next episode is uh, based on the title. I think we can presume is the official finale for for Vibe and for Cisco. Uh, I, I, you know we're gonna see these two crazy kids go off into the sunset and probably work for Argus if, if I had to guess. Yeah, that I mean that's that's the one thing that I'm not entirely sure with. But like, does Argus have a Miami facility? I don't know. And and, and the name on the text message that both of them were kind of like, oh, you know. There's an expression, especially that Camilla made about that. Yeah. And I'm curious. I don't know if it's Argus or not. I mean, Argus in Miami, like Miami Vice, like that would be a cool little spinoff show. Maybe we can do, you know, some Arg Argami Vice. Argus I love it. Vice. No, that'd be great. Know. Or we could know. just like so it's like CSI Miami, but it'd be Argus Miami. Yeah, like Cisco's tracking down a meta who's made entirely out of cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah, and then when he, you know, he's he, he makes some comment, he puts on the the glasses, and then there's the yelling thing. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> be great. See, Argus Miami, starring Cisco and Camilla, where she is going to have this most amazing arc. Where at the end of that series, seven seven seasons in, she will be the most amazing girlfriend for Cisco. Uh, all right, we also <laughs> love is is not just in the air for those two, because it seems like Chester and uh, Allegra. I don't know. It seems like there's little little sparks flying there. Chalegra? Ch- Chalegra? Or Alester? Al- Alistair. Alistair. Hey! <laughs> I like Alistair. Let's go with Alistair so the internet will choose the other one. Yeah. No, yeah. That's not, there you go. That's great. I don't know if I'm shipping them or not. Like, I'm fine with it. I'm not against their relationship, but th- like, this seems a little out of left field. Well, it was one of those like, they're being, you know, doing PDA, being very, you know, lovey-dovey and stuff. And then they're like, maybe. And then like, no, they both look away. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't think that's going to fly. You don't think so? I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, I don't know. It might. But like the way they reacted to it, they're kind of like, you know, because, you know, you, you see that going on right in front of you. And they're like, huh? Eh. <laughs> you know? Justin needs to get some game, though, because like, like his whole move with Coffee Shop Girl was I'm going to go on the Internet and talk about her and never actually like go up and ask her out. I'm going to go on the internet and stalk her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Chester might need a little personal growth before he gets into a (laughs) committed relationship. Whatever happened to Coffee Shop Girl? Why do I not remember what happened with her? She's uh, chilling out with Java Joe and, uh, you know. Java Joe. (laughs) Remember Java Joe? (laughs) Yeah, I remember Java Joe. Yeah, that's uh, they're all they're all hanging out, uh, you know, off off screen with the uh, uh, so we we got Naked Java Linda Joe Park with, and and McSnertle yeah. and yeah. All the, all what about what about Cappuccino Chick? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Java that, Joe Cappuccino Chick so, somewhere in there. Yeah, that, that's a great name yeah. for her. That, there we go. Uh, no, so she so so there, but that's that's the thing, right? So I think with uh, Chester Allegra, Allegra does make a comment about how she wants to kind of upgrade her power set, get more accustomed, so that uh, she can be you know, more, more involved. And I mean, I think that's fair. We've got a meta on the team, but she, like her power set has been really used as more of like, like a technical, like, like a, almost like a battery to some extent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're just yeah. going to plug in Allegra here, like her powers here, and that's going to make the super science work. And I think, you know, she's saying that she wants to get a little bit more out in the field. And um, yeah, I mean, it's a cool power set that I think can, especially as, you know, if they've got the budget for it can really, really look, uh, pretty sweet. So we'll see. We'll see where they take your character. I've been looking forward to Allegra having, you know, kind of her own arc that isn't uh, isn't tied to. What was the last Wells we got? Nash. Nash. Yeah. Oof. That was not a great. That was not a great storyline. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it was kind of weird. I guess it's like you look just like my Earth whatever sidekick. Yeah, my my surrogate daughter. Uh, you you you're her doppelganger. Oh, okay, cool. I'm not her though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that the end of storyline. <laughs> yeah, I mean like you know like like yeah, like Barry Barry's fought through that. We've we've seen that before. Right, exactly. It's kind of hard for us as an audience to get behind that. But anyway, so we'll see where we'll see where she ends up going. They, Chester and Allegra have been to some extent blank slates. So there's a lot they can potentially do with those characters. I do hope they tone down kind of the audience winkingness that is that Chester has been. Like he's like he's a little too excited for everything and you know, I feel like this late in the game that feels a little played out like that was fine for Cisco season one but we're seven seasons in now and even with Chester showing up I mean at this point we've been through a crisis we've been through you know alien invasion like you know the 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 cool factor in this world should be a little bit more jaded than the kind of energy that that Chester's been bringing so I I would I will say that if they do end up in a situation where they kind of have Allegra and Chester kind of you know doing some back and forth will they won't they 
uh, hopefully it allows for for maybe his character to to mature a little bit. Um, yeah, we'll, that, that's, we'll see what that'd be nice. All right, so uh, the, the the forces, man, the forces, the the, the family has a lot of force in it. Um, wait, wait, hold on, we forgot something. Uh, uh, Caitlin also in this episode? No, she was. No, she was. She was. Yeah, she yeah, and she Chester. Uh, 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 Cecile also in this episode. Oh, that's right. Cecile was also in this episode. Yeah. Anyway, so the family forces. <laughs> You know, actually, I thought about the the way they knocked out Cecile was probably because there was so much mental shenanigans going on in this episode that based on the way that her power works, it almost feels like you have to kind of remove her from the board. Yeah, because she could she could do a lot of damage. Like, I mean, she's not fully trained. I don't think she fully. She's got her Cecile sense, man. Well, she does. Yeah. But like, I don't think she as a character right now is comfortable enough to use those powers offensively. No, but that's the thing. I, I the way that her powers have always worked, like like except for when she was in the uh, you know the the thinker chair, the way that her ch- powers have always worked have always been very passive in the sense that she's like chilling, and then all of a sudden like she picks up on some mental shenanigans, and so yeah. given the fact that there were so many like you know mind controlling and and mind wiping and you know importing memories and that sort of thing, I feel like that like she would. It would it would seem really off for her character to be present and not know what's going on because she yeah. doesn't have to do anything actively for that. It's been it's very much been a passive ability. Yeah, I can see that. So I I did not I you know I didn't mind the fact that she got she got taken off the board. I think it it does it fits that where the story is. But whether or not the story is warranted is another question. I watched this episode, Bill. So did I. Uh, very much from the mindset, <laughs> that's good. Very much from the mindset of, uh, Han Solo talking to Finn with that. That's not how the force works, <laughs> except it's speed force or, you know, all the forces. Why not? Yeah. I, so much is r- wrong, wrong. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> Everything is off. Nothing. This is, this is not how the speed force works. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm just going to throw all that aside. But what I don't understand, like the biggest question for me coming into here is the other forces who were the ones responsible for the big hurricane thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they had no idea of it. Like, couldn't they have? And that's what I don't understand. Like, how, how, how did they make it? And why did they have no knowledge that they were making it? So I, I had canoned that because I, I was struggling with that too. But I had canoned that with more of like, they don't really fully understand their powers. And so it's kind of like, oh, I'm mad. And so now there's a storm. Uh, You know, it's it's like, you know, do you cry because it's raining or is it raining because you cry? Like, you know. Yeah, but I, I I don't know. It just it just it's just so like I don't like I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Like what caused them to do that? Was it them using their power? I I I don't know. Like it just doesn't make any sense. It's just all of a sudden there's this big hurricane and it's all the forces, oh they're doing right. it. And that's why Nora wanted to kill them all because she knew they were gonna make the forces, but why didn't she why couldn't she have just been like from the beginning, hey guys, this thing's gonna happen, so let's 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 figure out a way to like not have it happen like and she was gods must be crazy my friend <laughs> but like but that's what i don't understand like you know she was like I, I you know uh i died once i don't want to die again and they're going to try to kill me and then so i'm going to kill all of them but then i'll be alone and that's what ended up but i i don't know like her her logic from the get-go was just weird and i don't understand it and i i, yeah. I don't get where the storm came from and i mean it was kind of cool seeing barry throwback to season one blowing up the hurricane or the, the, the tornado. That was, that, yeah, uh, that was a cool throwback. That Yes, that's that's true. Yeah, like down with that. Totally cool. But like, can you explain where the where the storm came from? Can you explain why that they're causing it and why they have no power to stop it other than to give Barry their like uh, part of their power to supercharge him to to stop it? Like why? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm I, glad it wasn't a beam episode. I'm glad it wasn't a beam <laughs> fight. I'm glad they didn't like stand around the, the hurricane and all shoot their beams up into the air. Like I'm glad that didn't happen. Don't get me wrong, but it, it, I just don't understand why the tornado is there in the first place. We've, I mean, it's been some rough conclusions to storylines this season because uh, we're dealing with the you know the Care Bear Stare uh, defeating Mirror Master, and then now we've got this situation and. You know, so the, the, the tornado didn't bother me as much. I hear what you're saying, and you're exactly right. I think that, so we were wrong. Let's just acknowledge this. Yeah. A- apparently, the speed that- force was the speed force all along. Like, we were so <laughs> off on that. Yeah, and that kind of makes me sad. Maybe that's why I'm, you know, so disillusioned with the ending. Well, it's like you're watching this thing and like, well, none of this makes sense. None of this tracks. And then it's like, no, but this is it, how it is. I was like. But that doesn't make sense with anything that you've told us before. You know what I mean? Like this, it's like and, you rewrote the rules, and also for and, for this, like I'm fine. Look, Norman, I am not yeah. anti retcon, but it's got to matter. It's got to be worth the retcon. And like, what is this? And Nora does the whole vibrating hand thing, which is you know the only other character to do that has been Eobard Thon. And like, yeah, why did she have like blue and red lightning? Like, why? I, I, I mean, blue in this in this instance has like it has to be uh, a strength force. I, but I the mean, red the, the red still doesn't make any sense. No, but that's like, the thing. She never shot green lightning either. Why is she shooting yellow, red, blue? That's the only lightning she ever shoots. She doesn't shoot green. She doesn't shoot magenta. Right. Like and like so. Have, this I is mean, the thing. My assumption is that it has to do with maybe. A, d- a creative decision because we've seen speedsters use those colors in the past, even though again, that doesn't track with how we've seen the speedsters use the colors. But if that was the case, then why wouldn't she use purple? Cause we've also seen excess with purple lightning. Like I, I, it just, it made no sense. It made literally no sense. Yeah. I, that, that's a decision that I just didn't get. I, I don't, I don't know why she had all three colors. If not to indicate, you know, how we, how we've interpreted those colors to mean, and right. they, and they clearly didn't. Well, and, and here's and let, me, just, let me hit you with another one, Bell. So, so one of the biggest contentions, like like frustrations about this entire plot line, has been the weird way in which the forces are like they're people, but they're also forces. But because of the way they came into the world, we're also treating them like they're Barry and Iris's kids. And all right, so fine. If if the idea is that these forces have kind of like attached themselves to a human host. And like bonded with them to kind of become this new entity that is a, a combination of the force and that entity. Uh, fine. Nora, Nora's dead. Like, are, are we to assume that this literally grabs Nora from a different point in time? I mean, the still force kind of did that. So is this literally Nora? Is this actually Barry's mom then this entire time? Or is this well, like... That's another... Yeah, go ahead. I was just saying, it's another, it's another inconsistency in the, in the whole, you know... They they wanted to tie in a family thing because they wanted to make Barry and Iris think about starting a family. And so right. they they did this route. But the problem is, is from the get go, it didn't make any sense because Nora, you know, like the Speed Force chose that form to make Barry feel more comfortable. But the Still Force, the Sage Force and the Strength Force didn't choose forms. They chose people like yeah. if from the get go, those forces had not been. I am this. I, I like they had not been actual people, but been like, this is, this is a physical form that I have chosen or whatever, you know? Right. And so also, why are they living in this? They're living in the speed force now, right? Yeah. Like, how are they living? I, I don't, should, shouldn't they have the still force live in the still force? I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. All right. This is, but this, this one is the one that really, whoo. All right. I am not, I am not pleased about this. 
So they took the Sage Force and the Strength Force into the Speed Force at a time when the Speed Force was dead so that the Speed Force wouldn't find it. So there's so many problems with that. Let me just go ahead and just acknowledge this. The Speed Force exists outside of time. You don't, you don't travel back in time in the Speed Force. That doesn't make any sense. That's not the way the Force works. Yeah, like, Speed Force is like a, it's a fourth dimensional construct. So like it experiences every point of time every, all, like, all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that makes literally no sense. Now, even, even if you wanted to give the Speed Force its own timeline, which doesn't make any sense, and I really, it, it's, it's frustrating to even say that. Like even if, even if we say that, okay, well on this show, like even though we've, They've explained before that this is not the case, but 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 let's say they're backtracking on that. They're going to retcon it. Okay, fine. Uh, so the Speed Force now exists, and it's got its own timeline, and we now go back to a point when the Speed Force is dead, so that the Speed Force won't know that it's there. Well, hold on. See that? Well, here's here's the one thing about that. Like, I, he went back in time. Did, did he say when Nora was dead or when the Speed Force was dead? He said when the Speed Force was dead. Okay, so how does he access the time when the Speed Force wasn't there? Because because there's no speed, like exactly. And how would we have been like if you're there? He'd have no Speed Force to tap into because there's no Speed Force, back, and also like, the place wouldn't even exist. Well, yeah, and you know because he couldn't uh, he couldn't travel further past the crisis because there wasn't anything there. So exactly. how was he able to travel to a point where there is no Speed Force? Yeah, no, that's exactly right. I, in fact, I thought originally when they said that they were gonna he was gonna bring him to some place. Uh, I thought he was going to bring him to the vanishing point because that that would have made some semblance of sense. Yeah, there was no speed force the, in the vanishing point. Yeah, speaking of the speaking of the vanishing point, did you catch the legends reference in this episode? I'm sure you didn't. Uh, which one? Uh, the when Caitlin was at her apartment reading a book, that book's author was uh, Rebecca Silver. Oh, wait, is that is also, uh, that's uh, that's McRory? Right? Yeah, yeah, that's McRory's uh, alter ego. <laughs> alias that he writes by which i i loved it i thought it was it, great. doesn't he write like romance novels yeah he, yeah, oh he my writes, gosh, that's he's hilarious. like the most popular romance novel like a romance novelist in like all time yeah that's that's great man i hear their fire hey oh this guy this yeah. guy with the jokes there you go there we go uh all right so th- those are my major gripes is that like nothing this it just doesn't make sense with what they have like and I, again i am fine with the show building its own canon and it, like there have been times where it's been a little wonky in terms of especially the, the time travel rules. And, you know, the the burden is on us to try to figure out how it all fits in in, in a headcanon fashion. But here, man, is just it, it's such a mess from so many different angles. You, you just have to wonder what was crisis. That's all I have to say. Crisis. Moving on. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. I hope that's I mean, yeah, man. Wow. I, okay. but I don't know. Like, like, I don't it doesn't I don't know. Nothing else really makes sense to me. I don't really understand the forces just kind of in general residing in the speed force kind of thing. Like I figured they would have their own sort of force or I, I, area. I don't I don't know. They're... I want to put it out to the audience, though, Matt, because like to me, like this, this pulls from a storyline that I never got interested in and never read. So, I mean, like I, I acknowledge the fact that like this is not something that I'm. Uh, you know, I, going in, I was skeptical of this because I was never really excited about this storyline in the comics. I never actually read it because it just seemed like, you know, trying too much to be like Jeff Johns or, or rather too, trying to be too much like Blackest Night. And I was like, nah, I, uh, this seems derivative. This feels derivative. This is unnecessary for what the Flash is. And and I'm I'm just not here for it. And so, 
you know, if, if there are listeners who like loved that storyline, who can maybe educate us a little bit more, by all means, please write into the show flash at podesterry.com. Uh, that's P O D A S T R Y.com. Uh, and yeah, educate us a little bit on that because you know, I, maybe, maybe we are missing something that was explained on the show, or maybe we're just missing a component of this that is a deep dive that requires more of a deeper knowledge of, of the source material, which I'm, I'm willing, my heart and mind are open. Yeah. That's what I'll say to that. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it just sort of, it's, it's weird that they would adopt a storyline from the comics that messes so heavily with their internal logic and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, or, or at least to adapt it and, and not adapt it in a way that doesn't do that. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they couldn't like, I don't like hating, man. I really, I, I, I love to like get behind the the creative team and everything else. But there, there, there is kind of like this feeling of like I, I don't know whose call all of this was, but like, have they watched the show? Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, what you know, did, or was it like maybe I hadn't really considered the crisis thing. Maybe there was a mindset that after crisis, you know, the giant whiteboard that that we love to speculate exists in the writers' room was just literally wiped clean, and it's like all right, new 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 Earth, new rules, new multiverse, like. We we can we can start anew. Speed Force, different rules. Every you know everything's different. And well, yeah, it, I feel I mean, like they. I wish they had taught like like at least acknowledged that if that was the case. Because this is the thing: it's not fun to speculate when you're speculating under false pretenses. You know, yeah, like, I'm fine yeah. being wrong, especially if like it's good stuff that comes out of it. But like if I'm wrong and it's like, oh, you changed all the rules. Well, you know, I don't know. It's hard to get invested. Like I wonder if they just had like you know what what season was Crisis? Was that it was season five, right? Right, uh, six, wasn't it? Beginning of season six. Wasn't it midway through season six? Yeah. So I, I, I'm just wondering if they had like a game plan up to Crisis. They're like, here's how we want to go with things. Here's kind of like the idea, the the way we want to move the arc. Here's what we're thinking about going everything to build up to this. Kind of like you know how like Kevin Feige had the idea. Okay, we're gonna go up to the Infinity War, and maybe they didn't have it totally fleshed out at the beginning, but like. By a certain point in phase one, they had flushed out, okay, this is how we're going to build everything up to Infinity War. And maybe they had that. Maybe the writers had that. And then after Crisis, they either didn't build, I guess, a storyline Bible for the next several seasons because either they weren't sure they were going to get renewed or for whatever reason. But yeah, I mean, it feels like now, yeah, you're right. Like, it just feels like everything's just been white clean and it's just, yeah, do whatever. You almost get a sense that, too, the cast didn't really get behind the storyline as well. Like... And I mean, again, we're all coming off of COVID and we're all exhausted. So, I mean, like that was part of it. But like, I mean, we, we've commented before the season, like, you know, Barry looks a little older <laughs> yeah. than he did before. Like, and everybody just doesn't like, it didn't seem like their heart was in. In fact, I don't think that I've seen Grant's heart get into any scene up until the very last one. Yeah. He got, he got real excited there at the end. <laughs> and that's going to bring us to this week's Speedster Speculation. All right, Bell, speedster speculation. So we got a we got a tease, if you will, for where things are going. And and I, you know, I, I love that impulse, man. You, you love that impulse. The, what the impulse about where things are going? Or like, no, I mean, that was the line he said. I, was, I love that impulse. I'm just oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I thought that was a good line. I thought that was a good line. I no, that's great. That's great. We're all like, ah, we know what that. Yeah, means. he said the thing. He said the thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they're gonna they they walk off off screen to go make an impulse, uh, and uh, and maybe they'll have an excess of impulses. So hey, there we go. Anyway, uh, here's the deal. So yeah, the kids are coming. The real kids. The real kids are coming, which is good. 
and exciting. And that's, that's, that's what we've, uh, what we've wanted to see. Uh, perhaps from this, we see a return of Nora of excess. Perhaps her name isn't going to be Nora. Maybe it's going to be uh, Dawn. We don't, we don't necessarily know uh, what to expect there, but regardless, we do know because the promotional images have gone out. Like this is not overly spoilery territory. We know that impulse is coming. And if you didn't, if you didn't know that after this episode, uh, then, then you do now. So, Here's my question. The back half of this season, we're going to be dealing with the kiddos and we got comic book. You know, I mean, like, I guess the forces are comic book characters, but we got like old school. We got, we got some comic book characters with some, with some, some legacy attached to them. Right. Yeah. And we've got uh, potentially characters returning that we haven't seen in quite some time. Is this season redeemable? That's the speculation. I don't know. I mean, the, the, the Nora story arc was like one of the best things that we've had recently on the show. I loved um, it. Yeah. So I'm hoping they take Nora, the yeah. West Allen Nora. I mean, given the fact yeah, that Nora, Nora, yeah, Nora, Nora West Allen, yeah, I that's yeah, that's going to confuse the hell out of me. Like, uh, I from from henceforth, <laughs> when we refer to Speed Force Nora, we just refer to her as the Speed Force. I agree. And um, even though they did so hard to try to make us not do that in the show, I I don't care because Nora <laughs> Nora West Allen is Nora for me. Sorry. Yeah, that was such a great story arc, such a great you know performance and everything. Um. I'm hoping that they take the same care and consideration into impulse and bringing back Nora that they did the first time around. And if they mm. do, then I think that yes, absolutely. This season's salvageable. Yeah. We have this weird setup and everything and we had to kill some time. And so, yeah, maybe we, you know, decisions were made, uh, <laughs> but uh, now here we go. We can get into the cruft and the meat and, and this, the deliciousness, you know? So like, I'm thinking maybe that's what, Hopefully is going to go on here. If if they take the same care and consideration that they did into Nora West Allen's original storyline, uh, I think they can do the same with Bart. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited for it, especially if it also means bringing Nora back in some capacity. You know, I, I look back to that whole arc that she had. I remember, but kind of making the comparison to Wally. Like I feel like we got with Nora kind of what I kind of what I wanted with Wally originally, but we never really fully got. And it, it's almost like they figured it out. When when that when Nora kind of came on on the scene, yeah. and so now it's going to be interesting because now we've dealt with, you know, a, a sidekick who's also a younger brother, uh, showing up now, and then we got a daughter who is very like, who is exactly I mean who is their daughter, who sacrificed herself by the way, and then we get these kind of faux kids in the speed in the various forces that was confusing, but at least from a character standpoint, impacted them to the extent that they're like. These are these are our responsibility. We they were unplanned, but but now we gotta we gotta deal with them. And now it's like, all right, well now we're going to a planned kid. You know what I mean? Like if you think about it, Nora showed up like we hadn't even we hadn't even started yet. You know, like what what, what I mean, like we figure eventually we're gonna have kids, but you know, like you know, so it's like it's not like they were planning for it. It's not like she was unplanned per se. It's just she she shows up. Then you have the forces. And that's like kind of an unplanned situation. It's like we didn't intend for this to happen, and now now it's here, and now we got to deal with it. Now we're literally going from hey, let's go make a a, a baby, and then like five seconds later, <laughs> hey, mom and dad, yeah, <laughs> like you know, it's uh, well, it takes the mystery out of it. It's like uh, she's like you know she doesn't know she's pregnant or not, and then like. Five minutes later, her son from the future comes up. It's like, well, guess I'm pregnant. Hey, what are y'all doing? Oh, oh, I didn't need to see that. Like, yeah. ah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be uh, so a little bit little bit different, I think, in their mindset going in. Um, I, I got I to gotta imagine, though, there is something that's like, 
like, can't we just like, don't get me wrong. Skipping the baby years. I'm here for it. I'm all, I'm all about it. <laughs> but at the same time, there is kind of a sense of like, like, man, like, you know, we're going to, we're going to have like, you know, these, these, uh, uh, kids popping up left and right who are like, Hey, can I crash here for the night? <laughs> yeah. like, can I have 20 bucks? Like, you know, uh, but no, I, I think you're right. I think that there is a lot of potential in storylines. I'm excited. <laughs> a weird kind of way. The way in which this season kind of fell flat for me has actually got me more excited for the notion of actually getting the real kids in. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where they go with it. Uh, I think the actor they've got to uh, play Bart seems like he's got the right kind of energy for the character. I'm shocked they're going with the comic book accurate look to that costume. I've never thought the impulse yeah. costume was a very good look, but like even like the comic book accurate one. And so, hey, you know, props to them for going going accurate. Yeah. I hope he can pull it off. I really do. I I, I, I like the costume, man. Better in action than in stills. That's my hope. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it looks great. I'm, I'm excited to see it, and I'm excited to see him play the character, too. Hey, guys, this is Chad Rook, and you are listening to Flash TV Talk. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right, man, we got some listener feedback in this week. First one is coming in from Nick L. What did Nick L. have to say? Well, they said, uh, hey, you amazing fellas. First time writing in since uh, season six listener. Love the show and both of y'all's theory. Listening to how the end of the show is going to go, I think Flash and Eobard are going to clash once more and then zoom into a portal. Zoom into a portal. Is that a pun? Zoom into a portal. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, the portal itself is made of speed force and time force shoots a lightning bolt into the past, striking season one Barry, starting the new show series. Ooh. Interesting. I like that. Interesting. So. I I mean, I, at the moment, it's hard for me to put that kind of faith in what I'm seeing from the creative team to have that kind of level of like homage and payoff and everything else. I mean, but at the same time we got the tornado. So I don't know. It's possible. Something just crept into my mind reading, um, reading Nick's comment was, um, and, and you talking about, you know, not having faith in the creative team. I know Batman shows and and anything uh, DC related in the, in the Batman universe with the Batman mythos has been plagued for a long time about by Warner brothers saying, you know, we don't want Batman on TV. We don't want, this you can't I mean, that use was, that was years yeah, ago. yeah yeah and, and it's laxed up now and i know you know we're on the the horizon of a flash movie here and i'm wondering even though we had a crossover with ezra miller's flash with grant gustin like i'm wondering if there if there are any kind of things like this is going to be a plot line that we're exploring in the flash movie do not touch it i wonder if there's anything like that going on that's preventing them from doing some bigger things from the comics or making more bold and interesting decisions on how they want to uh, take the flash. That would, that would be terrible, especially if it affected Eobard for the last season, that would not be good. Yeah. Like if, if they're, you know, and, and granted they, they've established that there are, there is a multiverse and we, as, as viewers of this show and as consumers of comic book media in general, we understand this, we get it. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, I think even the general audiences. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's what I'm saying. Like anybody who could, yeah, yeah. Anybody who, like nobody is watching Michael Keaton's Batman and then watching Christian Bale's Batman and being like, they're not the same person. Nothing is logically <laughs> consistent in this universe. Nobody's doing that. <laughs> but uh, for some yeah. reason, you know, you got some, coke-addled Warner Brothers executive who's like so focused on the bottom line of these movies and, and making sure that they make all this kind of money because they're, they're, they're commodities to them, right? They're, they're, they're properties that are designed to make money. And so... Gotta sell them lunchboxes. Yeah, gotta sell them lunchboxes. Gotta make that merch. And so 
I, I, I just I, I fear that those kinds of decisions are being made by people who don't fully truly understand the audience that are watching these things and either a think they think that the audience is stupid or b thinks that um their other properties can cannibalize from other properties because they don't think that we understand this multiversal aspect of it so i i don't i don't know i mean maybe i'm being paranoid we'll see maybe i don't understand movie executives but you know i do understand movie audiences and we don't we're not dumb you know (laughs) you know i mean like i think that's fair because that obviously has been a situation in the past i but i think you're right i think at this point like you know into the spider-verse and and yeah but that was uh, sony different studio christ no but i mean like even with the crisis that we just had i I think i i would i would be completely shocked I mean, it, like, you know, it does. I mean, again, there is precedent for it. But even still, I would be shocked if that was the case. All right, man. This next one is coming in from James Mono, uh, who writes in. And what does James Mono have to say? Well, they asked a question. Who is Harrison Wells? And the answer is there's one member of the Flash family whose origin is not so pre-crisis. He is more of a time-based than speed-based origin. My roommate has been throwing a theory in my face for a couple of years. Years! Sometimes I've been more inclined to believe him uh, this season, just given your own desire to name him Timeless Wells or Wells Prime. There's another way to phrase both of these. Timeless Wells can be devoid of limits, just as Prime, the ultimate, or perhaps Maximum Wells, or Maxwell, Max Mercury, (laughs) the new avatar of the Speed Force, Impulse's teacher. Wow. Okay. That would have been cool. Yeah. That that would have been cool. That so, so James, great great uh, great theory from from your roommate for sure. And that would have made a lot of sense too, like the way they brought in Timeless Wells and everything. And it would have been a great kind of conclusion to that character to some extent. Yeah, but I mean, I think you're stretching like Stretch Armstrong on that one. <laughs> Which I mean, well, I, I mean, I think this was sent in. This was sent in before the episode oh, actually went but, out. But so, I yeah, mean, like, I mean, like yes, I agree. Like all of that would be super freaking cool. But I did. <laughs> yeah, after seeing this episode, I, I don't know. I, I think. I think I don't know. I if yeah, smile yeah. smiles time. I mean, cool cool concept. Very cool concept. Absolutely, awesome I would theory. love to see that. That would be freaking awesome. Well, and I think there's been a lot of desire for Max Mercury uh, to be on the Flash, and I mean, people have commented about Harrison Wells kind of being this universe's Max Mercury, if not in name, then just kind of an, an embodiment, but. Yeah, I mean, like, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we've still got probably at least another. We got a, a back half of this season and probably one more to go. So it ain't over till it's over. But we'll uh, we'll see what's out there. We all thanks for sending those theories. And like I said, especially for listeners who are more kind of connected to the force plot lines from the comics. Uh, let us know if we're, if we're missing something huge or, or you know, if, if there's some component that would make us like look back on this first half of season seven in, in a better light, because. I, I enjoy loving the show. I do not enjoy not liking the show. Yeah, you know, I, and I don't want to do. I hate like fan communities that get on podcasts or get on, you know, YouTube or whatever it is, and just bash something they don't like. That's that's not what we're about. There's no bashing here. It's just acknowledging like well, this is different and doesn't make sense, and we want it to. And and you know, I I don't know. It's it's not meant to be a bash fest. It's just meant to yeah be a I guess a review if nothing. Well, else. And, but, uh, you know, our 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 view isn't necessarily you know the only one, right? I mean, a lot of people are are in that same boat. They're, they they want they they enjoy the show. They're they're big fans, but it's just there's there's some things you just can't reconcile, and it just you know it's that cognitive dissonance to where you want to like the show, but then you have stuff like this happen and it's just hard right it's you know i i i love the show i i i want it to be good 
And um, but I'm not an apologist. I'm not going to you know sit there and say something that's bad is good. Um, but no, exactly yeah. right. We try to look for the good always, yeah. but it's not like we're going to pretend like the bad's not there. Right, right. That's 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 for that's, uh, that's, that's for the Walking Dead after show. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, that's that's going to do it for us for I think this week. Uh, we want to uh, thank y'all so much for listening. You know, of course, you can follow us at Flash TV Talk, uh, or you can follow Bell at Ring That Bell. But if 280 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at potestery.com. That's P O D. A-S-T-E-R-Y dot com. And for the latest news and daily discussions of all things Flash, head over to Facebook, facebook.com slash Flash TV And as always, special thanks to Charlie Bach who provides music for our show. You can listen to the rest of his awesome stuff at soundcloud.com slash Charlie Bach. That's right. We are a proud member of the TV Talk family at tvtalk.fm. Head over there for some more great uh, TV Talk and podcasts. This is going to do it for us for this week. But until next time, we'll be back in a flash. Yeah.